Kentucky Fried Chicken and a Pizza Hut. McDonald's, McDonald's, Kentucky Fried Chicken and a Pizza Hut. McDonald's, McDonald's. What is up, crew? How's it going? Paul Artale here, and welcome to another edition of the Fiercely Successful Podcast. The podcast that challenges you to hit your goals harder than you did the week before. Excited to talk to you this week about a very, very powerful moment that happened to me. Uh, this past weekend, and it involves a bucket of chicken. It might have originated from the state of Kentucky, and it's a very good likelihood that it was fried. But before I talk to you about life le- life lessons from a bucket of chicken, I want to thank everyone who is uh, tuning into the podcast. Our numbers are trickling up every week. It is super cool. I am super excited, and I love it. And so keep like, subscribe, leave me a review on whatever podcast engine of your choice. I really, really appreciate that. And keep keep it coming. And uh, for those that are interested, I know we are, you know, we're, we're in the third month of 2021 already. I mean, kind of crazy. And the, the world is doing its thing. But if you're, if you're so over the New Year's resolution that uh, might not be going the way you wanted it to, um, then I invite you to have a free uh, one-on-one work-life balance focus session with me. Uh, just go to the link in the podcast and set up the talk and we will talk about work-life balance. I will learn from you. You will hopefully learn from me and we will get rocking and a rolling. That's what I got to say. Let's get into this week's lesson is uh, let's talk about Kentucky Fried Chicken. Let's talk about what happened and then let us let me deconstruct what uh, the significance of this is. And this past Friday, uh, check that, Saturday, because Friday, we're good Catholics, we don't eat meat on, fr- on on Friday. Saturday, my wife Sherry comes home, says, I'm bringing home dinner. And of course, she comes through the door with uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken and all the fixings, right? You got the, the mashed potatoes, you got that stuff they call macaroni and cheese, coleslaw, you know, the biscuits. Anyways, comes in with the meal. Now, for us, normally, uh, we're probably like one of two Americans who actually will order the rotisserie version of Kentucky Fried Chicken, the grilled chicken, whatever they they used to call it. But apparently, the entire KFC universe no longer makes rotisserie chicken. It is original, extra crispy. There is no healthy chicken option. So my wife is coming through the door. I'm excited because I want me some chicken, and of course, it's nothing but original and extra crispy. And I got life choices to make. Now, here's the significance of this is I've been trying really hard. I'm on day 54 of a getting healthier kick where I'm just trying to make more positive, healthy life choices. And here I am, I'm starving. I haven't eaten forever. And I see the, you know, the face of Colonel Sanders on a bucket and I got a choice to make. I chose to eat the chicken. Not going to lie. I love Kentucky Fried Chicken. Uh, It's the type of food that I only eat once or twice a year because after I'm done eating it, I regret eating it. And my body makes me feel that regret for several days. But, you know, it it is something I I succumbed to a a motive, a a moment of weakness and went there. So, you know, after that happened, I started reflecting I kind of joked, but didn't because the next morning was, you know, I wasn't feeling that hot. 
and I started regretting my life choices. Like, what am I doing with my life? Why am I hurting so much? Why does the chick? Why does this tasty chicken do this to me every single time? And I started reflecting on on this, and I was like, well, maybe I can turn this into a podcast lesson of some sort. And here is my attempt to derive some meaning from my Kentucky Fried Chicken bucket and life. And here here's some four things I, I'm going to talk about. Number one, nostalgia is a beautiful thing, but it can be misleading. Now, KFC for me is super nostalgic because growing up as a child, we didn't, you know, I come from an ethnic Italian household. We didn't eat out a lot. If you did eat out, it was like at a banquet hall or another Italian restaurant. You almost never ate the quote unquote English food, right? The American food. You didn't eat that very much. And more importantly, it was probably the one fast food takeout that at like big family gatherings they would have, right? So individually, you might go to a McDonald's, but you would never see McDonald's cater a family event, right? It was always KFC. And so I have these warm, you know, memories of KFC chicken and huge family gatherings and everybody laughing and being happy. So I have happy memories with Kentucky Fried Chicken. Uh, so much so that one of my speeches, uh, one of my in uh, the Toastmasters World Championships, is actually it's not about KFC, but I actually make reference to like how me and my dad would have, you know, KFC. And when my dad moved me from Toronto to Kansas, uh, he we drove we drove the entire way. The first meal we got when we got to Leavenworth, Kansas, was Kentucky Fried Chicken, and and so it has this nostalgia thing. And nostalgia, like I said, nostalgia is a beautiful thing. I'm not anti-nostalgia. Everybody these days is kind of hating on nostalgia with movies and, and pop culture. My philosophy on it is that it's, it's a good thing. It makes you feel good. You can revisit it. You know, if we're talking Hollywood, you know, shows like Cobra Kai are awesome. They kind of expand our universe. But it's a beautiful thing, but it can also be misleading. It can lead you down the ro- down the rose-colored glasses of the past without making you think about what that action means now in the future because the reality is sometimes when we're nostalgic we need that fix but we're we're kind of chasing a high that we're probably never ever going to feel again so like i'm an 80s nerd i love my karate kid i love my masters of the universe and i i don't i'm not a hardcore collector or anything like that but i buy a few pieces now and then and they're fun but in the back of my head i know that i can never recapture the magic that is the first time I opened a He-Man toy that I loved, or in this case, those great family gatherings that had Kentucky Fried Chicken. I can't recreate that. No matter how much I eat the thing, I'm never going to recreate that moment and that feeling. I might come close, I might enjoy it, but it's it's very misleading. So we can't let we can enjoy nostalgia for what it is, but we can't let us let it mislead us and take us off a path, especially in my case, when I'm actually on a path to eat healthier and KFC is like one of the worst foods to to do with that, especially when you're eating the skin. Take the skin off, probably not so bad, but why the heck would you do that? I mean, that's a whole other, I got to work through those issues, right? Um, so the second point, <laughs> flat out, remember there are consequences for short-term pleasure. When I bit into that chicken breast, I knew I was doing wrong. And I ain't going to lie, it tasted and felt darn good. But there are consequences when you you sort of have those lapses. When you make, in my case, the choice, this was not an accident. Someone did not shove the chicken breast in my mouth and force me to eat it. It was a choice. And I think 
you know, you got to understand for, there are consequences to that. For me, the consequence was, okay, I had an unhealthy meal. So whatever consequences there are with one unhealthy meal. But also for me, it meant that I would have to work extra hard in the gym that day and the next day. And I would work have to work extra hard to sort of detoxify my system because I'm taking what I'm putting into my body very seriously right now. So when we have these moments of weaknesses or sometimes we'll have a cheat day or we're going to stray, that there is a consequence for that, right? It's the same thing. If we take a non-food example, think of maybe you've been working really hard at your goal. You've been grinding really hard. And you say, I'm going to take a week off. And that's fine, by the way. Take a week off. You need to recharge. You need to energize yourself. But understand that when you, you know, come back from that week, you got to find a way to gear yourself up, right? Everything has a consequence and you got to figure out what that looks like. Now we're talking about behaviors and choices that are going negatively impact us. Then we really have to think about what are the consequences of this action? How do we fix it? How do we repair the harm? How do we really move forward? And like I said, I knew there would be some consequences to my diet. And honestly, I knew it would not feel great. I love, I love the way KFC tastes, but uh, I also, the next day does not always agree with me. I always kind of feel like not great after eating it about 24 hours after. So I knew that was coming and I had to live with it. And um, yeah, I think I'm good for another year in terms of eating that chicken. Um, The third leads me to my, my guess. My my third point is that, you know, life choice, (laughs) life choices and remorse. It's kind of like, we'll call this bullet point 2.5 and just, um, if you, when you, when you have made that negative choice, you know, be prepared for a little bit of remorse, um, and understand that sometimes these choices will come with some remorse, but I really bleeds into my last point, which is don't beat yourself up over this stuff. You made a mistake. You did something that was less than ideal. Have the remorse, but move on from it, okay? Move forward from it and and, and learn from it and accept it. And, and I think that that was the biggest thing. I did not want to derail myself or kick myself for breaking the diet. Um, I really just wanted to think about, you know, how, how I could move forward from it. And, and, you know, the bigger question was, how does in this case, KFC, but how does a certain behavior actually exist in your universe? So we'll call this the bonus point that just literally popped into my head as I'm ranting into this mic is how do you coexist with behaviors, people, situations that are not always ideal to your progress? Can you coexist with them? I mean, I, as much as I've been joking about KFC in this podcast, the reality is that I'll probably have it. I'm going to have it again at some point. How do I, how do I coexist with that point? Right. How do I live with that? Do I have, do I create a protocol knowing that if it's the day I'm going to eat some Kentucky fried chicken and I plan it, then I'm going to maybe, you know, eat really healthy that whole day, work out extra hard, work out extra hard the day of maybe the rule for me is I can coexist with this, but I don't really want to eat it as a surprise. I need to plan it, whatever it is. Like we have these negative forces in our lives. We need to be able to prepare uh, how we're going to live with them, right? How are we going to exist in this universe when we we sometimes give into it or sometimes we have to encounter it, right? So if you have a coworker, a boss, someone in your business life that you're taught, you, you know, is not a positive force, but you know, at least for the short term, you got to be around them. You got to talk, you got to talk to yourself and create a plan and how you're going to coexist with this person to get you through the next phase. If it's something that's more of a temptation, you know, and not, not, let's go off of food. If it's a temptation, like, Hey, I go really hard, but every once in a while I need to, you know, I, I sometimes, you know, 
will choose not to finish my emails for the day. I'll let things slide. I'll procrastinate. Know that that's going to happen, but how are you going to live with the procrastination? You can keep trying to get better at it, and you should get better at the procrastination, but realistically, recognize that if you're the type of person who does that, procrastination is going to come back and pay you a visit from time to time. How do you live with it in your house, and how do you politely and sometimes not so politely ask procrastination to go away? So how it exists in your universe is really important to think about your relationship with that thing as the uh as the great einstein once said uh how do you how do you exist with that thing how do you get around it how do you you strategize for it how do you plan to eliminate or distance yourself from that negative force whatever it is you've got to have some sort of plan especially if it is something that you know has the potential to, to lead you down the wrong path right last thing i'll say about the kfc you know it, i know because it's a fast food and i've eaten really healthy that it, my past history tells me that I would sometimes, you know, use that as an excuse to have another unhealthy meal and a third unhealthy meal, or maybe the next day someone wanted some pizza. Sure, I had KFC yesterday. I'll have pizza tomorrow. I'll be clean. The, I'll be clean the day after, right? So thinking it for me, it's always been about how do I reset. So those are the points when it comes to life lessons from a a bucket of the Colonel's finest fried chicken from the great state of Kentucky. Uh, just remember. That number one, nostalgia is okay. It's beautiful, but it can be misleading. Understand that you'll never be able to chase the high that you remember from that nostalgia. Number two, remember there are consequences for short-term pleasure and giving in. So you have to be okay with them, but more importantly, you have to understand them so you can move on. And there will be some remorse that you're going to feel because of that sometimes, and that's okay. But you can't beat yourself up and you have to move forward from it. And the last piece is, understand your relationship with that negative force and how you are going to navigate that and how you're going to coexist with it. That's the life lessons from a bucket of chicken. I hope you all have a great week. Remember to like, subscribe, share this podcast with your friends. You can email me at paul at paulartali.com if you have any questions. And I will see you next week. Go after those goals harder than you did the week before. This is Fiercely Successful. I'm Paul Artali. Everything else you need to know is in the show note. Check it out for free goodies and other ways we can work together. Have a good one.